Let us get going. Today's daf is daf Ayin Ches, page seventy-eight in the Hidgah Masechus We are going. We got up to Ayin Ches. We're going to back up to Ayin Zayin Mabez with your permission, with your rishos. Three lines from the bottom. We'll pick up from Omar Rabbi Yechanan. Three lines to the bottom of Ayin Zayin Mabez, and the reason why it's kedai to back up is because Ayin Ches picks up with. Uh, continuation of the this theme and this idea. What was the theme? So we're going to start with Amr Rabbi Yechen. Rabbi Yechen is going to teach us that there's a difference between hafaras tadarim and ataras tadarim. Hafaras tadarim is to remove a vow, and that can only be done by a husband and father. And it's mikanu lahaba from here on forth. Hataras tadarim is when we revoke a vow and we remove it, we nullify it retroactively. So what Rabbi Yechen is going to tell us is that it's important when you do hataras nadarim not to use an expression of afaras nadarim, and you do afaras nadarim not to use an expression of ataras nadarim. And the reason, as the Ran explains, is logical, as we just explained. They have different mechanics. They push it work differently. So if they work differently, you have to make sure not to use the expression of atara for hafara or afara for for what is it what is, Why would you want one versus the other? But one can only be done by a husband and father. To be made for a wife's nether, and it works from here on forth. Right. Hatara sadharma is when you're going to remove it because you made a mistake, or you find the pesach, you find it opening. So you want it that I never made a nether at all. The whole thing was a tais. That's when you have to go to the That's right, and that's what we do, like on Rosh Hashanah, we're going to the Exactly. So you got to make sure to use the right expressions because otherwise you can't use an expression of afara for atara, atara for afara. Different mechanics. Okay. So here we go. That's what Rabbi Yechonon is going to tell us, and that's how we ended off yesterday's daf. Omer Rabbi Yechonon says. If you have a chacham that does hataras nedarim with an expression that a husband should be using, okay? And what would a husband say? I am removing your vow. That's a farim. Or a husband uses expression of a chacham. What would a chacham say? Your, your, your vow doesn't exist, right? I found an opening for you. He didn't say anything. The Tanik's learned their Bryce says, This is the matter of how to deal with vows. Which means a chacham, when you go to remove a vow with hataras nadarim. He's matir, he releases and, and removes the vow. But a baal cannot. I might think. A husband who could remove a vow from a wife, the should have a stronger. Ability, if you could do hafara, now remember, as we just explained, hafara can only be done by a husband and father. So if we're allowing hafara, we'll say, oh, the, the husband's got such a strong grasp on her vows, let him do an expression of ataras nadarim as well. Talmud Leimar, Shtetan Pusik, Tapov, Ayin Chez, this is the way that vows are removed, which means, Chocham Matir, Matir. A Chocham does hataras nadarim? What does mutter mean? Mutter, something's mutter. So we translate it to mean permitted. Mutter really means released from obligations. That's what mutter means. There's no obligation here. So chacham matir, the chacham can release any obligation. Ve'en bal matir. A husband cannot do hatara. He could do hafara, which is when he hears it within that 24-hour period, to say from here on forth, I'm removing your vow. Tani yidach, learn to pray similarly. Zadavar. What does the Pasuk mean when it says, this is the matter of nadarim bal mefer, the husband does hafara of ein chacham efer, but when a, you go to a chacham to remove the vow, a chacham cannot do hafara. A chacham could do hatara. He finds hataras the darm. He finds an opening and says your vow is removed 
retroactively. We'll say, oh, a, hus- a husband who can't do Hatorah. He could do Hatorah. So Chacham Shamatir, a Chacham seems to have a stronger hand because he could do Hatorah Sadarim. How much more so should we allow him to do a Hatorah Sadarim like a husband? Talmud Lai Marzal, Davar Baal Mefer, Vein Chacham Mefer. So everything, bottom line, everything in Hatorah, everything in Hatorah functions differently. And when you're going to remove a vow through Hatorah Sadarim, you cannot use an expression of Hatorah Sadarim. And when you use it, and when you're going to do Hafara Sadarim, you cannot use the expression of Atara Sadarim. Okay, very straightforward. Zokti Gemara Vaiter. Namar Khan, Zehadavar. So, Shtayt and Tyrant says in the puzzle, Zehadavar, this is the matter concerning the Tarim. The number Lalon, and it also says elsewhere, Zehadavar Bishkute Chutz. It says the words Zehadavar, this is the matter. When it comes to shchut echutz, when you shecht an animal outside of the required area, okay, you got it. We know shchita has to be done in specific areas of the base amikdash. What do you so? What, what's the limud? What are we learning out from the gzera shava? It says zehadover by vows and zehadover by shchut echutz. This is where it's going to be. Get ready for gishmak. Ready? We're going to start touching on a number of different topics on today's daf. Just like by shchut echutz, it applies to any member of class, no matter who you are. You're not allowed to shecht an animal in the wrong place. Af prashas nedarim. So too, by hafaras nedarim. It could be done by kehanim, by aren, nedarim, gans klal yisrael. Meaning, you don't need to have a specific title or a specific yichus to be able to, to uh, remove a vow. Umakan rashi amatis, and just like. By removing a vow, who do you go to to remove a vow? You should go to a chacham. Aflahalon, roshei hamatis. So too, it's prob- it's uh, it's uh, preferable that when um, you're bringing an animal to be shechted, that it should be done with roshei hamatis. Now, this is interesting. What's Rashi Amatis mean? A Yid, technically, is allowed to do this by himself. So let's get into this. Prashas Nadarim, Mahilchasot. When it comes to Prashas Nadarim, the Mahilchasot, what's the halacha that we're referring to when we say, Arnavan of Chalisrol, Amr of Yaakov, Yaakov, Lahaksh Shloisha Adyaitis? You could have three Yidin, whether or not they're Kahanim, whether or not Yisraelim, whether or not they're in positions, whether or not in positions. You want to remove a vow? Go to any three Yidin. We're all sitting here together, Bar Hashem, as a Chabura during doing Daf Yemi. We got, we, we got enough people. Doesn't matter whether or not you got Smicha. You could remove the vow. It says the Gemara of Arashi Matzik. It says you got to be a leader. You got to you got to be a leader. I can tell me any yid could do this. Amar of Chistov, Itema Rabbi Yechanan, Biyachim Mumcha. You know when you need Rashi Matzik, so Yachim Mumcha. So what's happening is like this: anybody can do it. See, we have Exer Shava connecting the uh, connecting Shutechutz to Nadarm. Shutechutz is a problem. No matter who does it, so you learn out from there. A vow could be removed no matter who does it. I by shutecho, but I'm sorry by by the darm tells Rashi Matis. It's letting us oh, Where do you need somebody special? Where do you got to have a special position if you're going to an individual expert and you don't have three? Okay. Says the Gemara. Rashi Matis b'shutechutz to my hilchasa. Now it says Rashi Matis b'shutechutz. As far as which halacha do you need a Rashi Matis a, a, a big kahuna? Yeah. Amr Sheishes Laimar Sheish Sheila behektish. Here we go, it's beauty. There's such a thing as she'ela when it comes to hektish. I say my animal belongs to hektish. And then I want to go to a chacham and say, 
you know, I, I want that hectish removed. I want that hectish removed. It was a mistake. It was a mistake. So the same way you could remove a vow, you can have a hectish, you can go to somebody who has a position, and he could say, I want, you know, my, my original statement to, uh, to be removed, and uh, I don't want this animal or this item to be hectish. Says the Gemara. One second. There's a pity of Veshamai who says you cannot remove Hektish. So when it comes to Shutechutz and Rashi Hamatois, that's for which halacha? We just said like this Rashi Hamatois, oh, tell us, you go, you know, when it comes to Hektish, you can nullify it. Uh, it's azah, right? it says, but Beshami holds it's not true. So according to him, we still have a question. And for the Gemara, Beshami, let's look Zereshav. Okay. Beshami doesn't hold the Zereshav of, of um, Rashi Hamatois. And, uh, and therefore he's fine. There's no extra limud to be learned. According to Beshamai, who says there's no Gzera Shava Bechlau, so then what's the Zadavar when it says by Nedarim? Because we said we're, we're connecting it to be done by anybody. Not true anymore. There's no Gzera Shava. Beautiful. That's the Shaykh's cover. Listen, why are we bringing all this down? Because remember, how did we learn before this Brisa? Hafara needs to be by husband and father, and they have to use that expression. And Atara has to be by uh, everybody else, by a Chacham, and you have to use that expression. This is why we're bringing the whole price, because in Beishamai, Zadavar, this is the matter, is letting me know this matter what? When it comes to Hafara, you need to use that expression. When it comes to Hadara, you need to use that expression. Says the Gemara, okay, fine. I know why it says Zadavar by vows, but Zadavar Beshutei Chutz Lamaikzib. But what about the Zadavar? By Shutechutz, what's the limit of that? Says Gemara Leimar Alashchita Chayov Ein Chayov Alamalika to let us know if you shecht outside the proper area, your Chayov Chayov Karis if it's done if it's done uh, on purpose, but if you do Malika, right the 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 fingernail right the the with the thumb to go into the back of the neck of the bird and you do that in the wrong area, that's not a that's not a Chayov Karis. And that's the zehadavar when it comes to shchut It's only by shchita is there a chiv, but something else that is like a quasi shchita, we'll call it malika. It's not a shchita. It's not going to be a chiv karis. Okay, says the Gemara. According to Bishamai, how does he know that you could use three regular yidden to remove a vow? Why? Because again, prior. To Beishamai's opinion, we had learned out from the Gzereshava of Zehadavar that any three people could remove a vow. It could be Aaron, his children, any member of Klai but that was all assuming we have a Gzereshava. Now, according to Beishamai, who holds there's no Gzereshava, so how does he know that for a vow to be removed with Hataras Nedarim, it can be any three yidin? And for the Gemara, Nafkalahu Midrav Asi Barnasim. He learns it from somewhere else. He doesn't need the Gzera Shav. Bishamah doesn't need the Gzera Shav. He learns it out from Rav Asi, the son of Nasan Dixiv. Shtetan Pusik, great Daver Maishas, Mayadeh Hashem, El Bnei Yisrael. Who's ready for Yom to Daver? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mayadaber Maishas, Mayadeh Hashem, El Bnei Yisrael. Yeah. So, he's got him. All right. Says by Dabra Moshe, Vatan will enter Brisa, Rabbisically the Oimer, Mayade Namru, Veloy Namru Shabbos Bereshis Imahem. 
It says this concerning Yom Tif, but it doesn't say this concerning a regular Shabbos. It doesn't mean Shabbos Bereshus. It means any Shabbos. That's uh, because, we, as we know, Shabbos is a, is a testimony to Bereshus. It's a Shabbos that, that Hashem created the world. So, Benazai says, what do you learn from this? It says Mayade, and it doesn't say the removal of vows with this statement. Okay, meaning when we're talking about Yomtif, we're not talking anything that has to do with removing vows on a Yomtif. Ravasi Barnosin, Kashalei Hamasnisa. So Ravasi Barnosin had a problem with this, uh, he had a problem with this Brisa. And also the Nardo, the Kamedra of Sheshis, he came in front of Nardo, in front of Sheshis, he, Rav Sheshesh wasn't there. Also, Abbasi the Mechuzah, he heard that Rav Sheshesh had gone to Mechuzah, so he followed him to Mechuzah, and the Mechuzah, he found him. And Omar Lay, he said to him, it's fascinating how the Gemara has to write all these details. Letting us know, he cared, so he, he needed an answer to the Shaila. He needed an answer. So if you go, you don't find him, you be like, eh, no, I'll find out in a couple years. You know? he, he chased him down. It says Mayade Hashem, but doesn't say Shabbos. So then, Taka, why do we say Shabbos with them? Okay, in other words, sometimes we do write Shabbos along with the Yom Tov. So he wants to eat these tarots. Besu and Feted Mod. Furthermore, Mayade Hashem Nemru Vle Nemru Prashas Adarimah. It says Mayade Hashem, and there's no mention of removal of vows. But here's the issue: Vaha Misitra Ksiva. The, the the problem is that the removal of vows is connected to the the halachas of Yom Tif. So why does the Torah put it uh, put it side by side? Amar Leis, Rav Sheisha says, I'll tell you why. Hachi Kitani, what you're supposed to learn out from all this is top of Amar Beis, Mayade Hashem Trichim Kiddush Bezdin for a Yom Tif. What type of Bezdin do you need? Kiddush Bezdin. You need a real best in order to establish Rosh Chodesh so that we know exactly when Yom Tif is. Shabbos Bereshus. What about Shabbos Bereshus? Ain't Sricha Kiddush Bezdin. You don't need Kiddush Bezdin. You don't need a Bezdin to say, tonight is Shabbos. It's Shabbos because it's Shabbos. Okay? You need Bezdin to say, today's Yom Rosh Chodesh to establish Yom Tif. But Shabbos is Shabbos automatically. Mayadeh Hashem Tzrichim Mumcha. Mayadim Hashem, in order to establish a month, you need to have mumcha, expert judges, for the Yamim Toivim, Ve'im Proshas Nedarim, Shrichim, Mumcha, Afilu Bezdin Atyaitis. So we asked, going back, prior to this Bryce on Amar Aleph, what's Rav Sheshes, who doesn't learn the Gzair Shava of, of um, Zahadavar? What's going to be his Makar? What's going to be his, what's going to be uh, Beishamai? I'm sorry, not Rav What's going to be Beishamai's source? That you do not need expert judges for the removal of vows. He learns it out from this whole Shaila that we had that was Esther of Sheshes. And ultimately, we learn out that Nedarim is different. Uh, the best that needed for Nedarim is different than the best that needed for Yom Taivim. By Yom Taivim, we need a Mumcha. And by Nedarim, a Mumcha is not needed. Okay. Whenever we read a Gemara like this, I'd like to share the Misa. It's worthwhile repeating. The Misa when Rebbe Chonan when Rabbi Hanan Wasserman, Hashem Damam, came to Baltimore and they asked Rav Rudiman to, uh, to introduce him at a parlor meeting. Rav Rudiman said, he got up at the parlor meeting and he said, there's Shabbos Tamid Echamim and there's Yom Tavid Echamim. We've, we've shared this before. It's a very Chosh of Avart. 
Shabbos be the Chum, there's Yom be the Chum. A Yom Tev Talmud Chacham is a Talmud Chacham because Kla Yisrael declared the Talmud Chacham a Talmud Chacham. People say he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a Talmud Chacham, he's a good speaker, a good lecturer. That's a Yom Tev Talmud Chacham. Now some people are Shabbos be the Chum. They're Talmud Chachamim, whether or not anybody tells you they're a Talmud Chacham, their essence is Tyre. Says Rabbi Chana Wasserman is a Shabbos Talmud Chacham. You don't need me to introduce, stand here and tell everybody, oh, he's such a great guy. Shabbos is Shabbos because it's Shabbos. It doesn't need Klal Yisrael to tell you it's Shabbos. Yom Tif needs a little bit of a statement. That was how he introduced Rabbi Chana. Rabbi Chana is a Shabbos Talmud Chacham. He doesn't need me to, to, to say how great he is. And that was, that, that was the greatest. Okay. When it comes to uh, when it comes to being mafresh, to remove the vow, but I'm sorry, by, by the parsha of Nedarim, Rashi Hamatis, if it says Rashi Hamatis, say, so how are we going to figure this out? We're learning out now that attack could be anybody. What are you going to do with Rashi Hamatis? You know when you need Rashi Hamatis? By a single guy. By a single guy. He's not a guy. He's a tzaddik. A single mumcha. But when do you not need Rashi Yamatais, that's when you're going with three. Salach al-Maisa. You want to do Atorah Sedarim. You want to remove a vow. It's, we know in Erev Rosh Hashanah, that's for sure, okay. I want to, during the year. Stop. Right now, somebody walks into the room. We got a chaver here. A guy walks in. He says, I got to do Atorah Sedarim. We say, so do Atorah Sedarim. We'll say, Mutulach, Mutulach, Mutulach. As long as we're willing to help out with his vow. And he has, a, and he has proper reasoning to remove the vow. We can find the Pesach for him. We don't need to be the greatest mumcha. That could be, that could be for anybody, and that's learned out. Lafibe Shammai now, because of the halachas of, of Yomtif. Yomtif needs experts. But let's say somebody walks into the room and there's only one of us here, and that one of us is not an expert. We cannot do it. Why? Because it says Rashi Hamates. For an expert to do it, that's where you need a leader of the pack, leader of the tribe. Okay. Period. Amar Rabbi Hanina. Rabbi Hanina says, Hashayseik, person who is quiet, Almanas lemekat, because he wants, he, he wants to play with his wife's mind. It's not the little translation of, Mekat is to bother her, but he's doing this for the following reason. We learned, we had a machlekes. Either you have till nightfall to remove the vow, or you have 24 hours to remove a vow. Okay? But let me ask you a question. If you're a husband who doesn't like the wife's vow, I'm not happy with my wife's vow. When do you think I would remove the vow? Right away. Right away. She makes a vow, and I say, sorry, you can't, you know, that vow impacts our relationship, or it leads to inoy. Uh, you're doing it, either it's impacting the two, it's Dabar Bainai Lebeino, or something that's Inoy Nefesh. And I say, let's say he doesn't say anything. I remember beforehand, we had a conversation. Being quiet means you're, at, you're agreeing to it. Being quiet means you're not happy with it. What happens if he's quiet because he wants to play with her mind and keep her like unsure where he stands? Okay. Unsure where he stands. She thinks he's doing Shtika Kaida. So she's thinking. And in the meantime, he plans on uh, waiting till 23 hours and 59 minutes and then pushing the button and saying, Sorry, no vow. Okay. 
Listen to this. <coughs> he could be Mefer from now until 10 days afterwards. You hit us? Ask, no? 24 hours. 24 hours. It's got to be, it's got to be, that the, this is what Mepharshim uh, discuss, that... Um, is it from Shabalei? Huh? Yeah. Say it again. Rashi says, since he never, his whole intention was eventually to do it, he's got but, So Rav Kharina's chiddush uh, over here is, in addition to what the silence could mean, is that if in his mind, or his heart we'll call it, he really didn't want the vow, right. the only time the 24 hours is an issue is if you give off any sort of connotation Ooh. that you're okay with it. Within the twenty-four hours, but if it, if it cannot be under, there's no, if it cannot be understood at all, you never gave you never gave off connotations that you're happy with it. He holds you have longer. Okay, that's the chiddush of Rabbi Chanina. Let's get in. Most of Rabbi, Rabbi asked a challenging question. We learned in the Mishnah that if a husband dies during Arisen, the father now has hundred percent rights to her vows. When is that true? That's when the husband didn't hear about it at all. And then he dies. But let's say he heard it and he was actively The father no longer has the right to remove it. My love. What does it seem the case is? The case is, the husband heard about it, he's only quiet, because he wants to drive her crazy. So you see, that if the husband's quiet, and now it's more than 24 hours later, that no matter what, when a husband's, when, when a husband's uh, quiet, it's going to be considered a hakama, it's going to be considered an establishment of the vow, that I'm okay with the vow, and he's just bothering her over here, just bothering her over here by being quiet. So, why, why are we saying, Asarava, you hear you, you got a Mishnah telling us, to Rabbi Hanina and Amira, they have a Mishnah telling us that quiet, you cannot remove it 10 days later. It's like there's an element of confirmation that happened. No, who says? No, you know, maybe there's a difference. Why you're quiet? Depends why you're quiet. Maybe by being quiet, he wanted to establish. That's where you're limited. When he's when he, over here, he's just trying to chepper her and drive her crazy. Maybe you're not limited. Says the Gemara, Yochi, Hainu Aisha Mavakiyim. So then, um, it, it should, I'm sorry, says the Gemara, if that's Taka what's happening, so then he should have said, the, the expression should be, it, it is the same case as Aisha Mavakiyim. If you heard it and confirmed it, because you're telling me the silence is a confirmation. So Gemara says, no, Elabashai Sik, stop. Maybe we're dealing with a case where he's just quiet. Why is he quiet? He doesn't know what he wants to do yet. He needs time to think. He needs time to think. So you say to him, now only men could do this, by the way. Only men could pull this off. You go 24 hours, 10, 24 hours, the wife says, no, so what do you think about my vow? You're like, I didn't. Right? Men have a place in their brain called nothing. <laughs> men, ha- We have a place in our brain called nothing. That's how it is. Women don't have such a thing. They don't, it just doesn't happen. There's always stuff going on. For us, there's, we have a space called garnished. 
There's nothing. This portion, it's empty. I'm in, I'm in an empty place right now. Says the Gemara. You know why he's quiet? He heard it. And he's just not thinking about it. That's it. I'm, I'm not. It, it did, I did not think about it. It's in, this, it's in a drawer in my brain called empty. And my silence has nothing to do with deciding to confirm it. And my silence has nothing to do with not deciding to confirm it. I just, it's not there. It's not there during this time. You can only give such a terror on, on, on a husband. That's for sure. Okay. So Moshev Rav Chista. Rav Chista has a challenging question. There's a stringency that we find, a strictness that we find when it comes to being Mekayim a vow, as opposed to removing a vow. As we learned earlier, sometimes we find there's strength to remove a vow over confirming a vow. And for example, we know silence can confirm something. To remove it, you have to actually say something. You can't be quiet to remove a vow. Okay, so even if a, a wife makes a vow and a husband makes a face, mm, mm, yeah, it makes a shakes his head no, right? Says so the the being silent could confirm a vow. Being silent does not remove a vow. Kiem believe by kiem. Also, if he's makayim in his heart, he's fine with it. That's it's a confirmed vow. Hafer believe by ain't a muffer. If he removes it in his heart, it's not muffer. Kiem ain't yachal now we learn silence could be something it just can't be removed why is he quiet because he wants to chaper her maybe that's why he's quiet the Gemara says not necessarily again but if he's just doing it to bother her so then that's the same as a, that's the same situation as somebody being in his heart and we said the halacha is when you're mekayim in your heart, the vow is mekuyim. Sigmar says, "Fine, Ella b'shoisikstam." The case has to be where he's silent again. The husband's silent. Why? Because he's silent. He's in his empty space. There's nothing there. But in echnami, maybe if it would be, maybe, maybe if it would be that he's doing it just to chaper her, maybe taka the halacha would be different. Okay, let's hold it here for today. And Besha tomorrow we're going to go back to the bottom of Ein Chesam and Beis. We'll restart Rav Chista's challenging question on Rabbi Chanina. About uh, shtika, about the, the silence that's taking place. We'll restart again from uh, two lines to the bottom of Ein Ches Amar Beis. Beshem will be zayche to finish the tenth parak of Meseches Tedarim. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.